three, two, one, go. There we go. Okay. okay. We're off and running, I believe. I think so. I hope my I haven't changed the volume on this, so it should be Yeah, I haven't, I haven't decent. changed any of my settings either. And I don't know, it looks good on the little readout. So Okay. The, the, yeah. You know, the sound slash heart monitor, whatever this thing is. <laughs> I I really need to like find some YouTube videos on sound production because uh the, and this is neither one of us have ever had done this before really. Absolutely not. No, this is a learn as you go deal. <laughs> Day mass green queens. I am Kelly. With me as always is my co-host Mark, and you're listening to Terrifying Women. So why are we here, Kelly? We're talking about Totally Killer and the amazing woman behind it, Nanatka Khan. I, uh, yes. And who I have, 100%. I have been a fan of her for so long. For, like, I didn't know I was a fan of her until I started looking up stuff about her. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, she, and then I realized she, I fucking love her. Yeah. She is, <laughs> she's been involved in so many great projects. Like, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 was absolutely fucking genius. <laughs> it was amazing. I know it's not everyone's thing, but it was. It had that feeling of uh, like this. Nanachka Khan could pull off a Mean Girls reboot in like in no time, and it would be hilarious because there was that Kristen Ritter played that Mean Girl so good. Oh, she was perfection. Yep, and James Vanderbeek for some reason was like magic. Like I, it, I, yes, the only whatever. honestly the only role he's ever been magic in, <laughs> but he was no, that's true. He he was the the, I, 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 no yeah oh god, blah, blah. <laughs> you can talk about Dawson. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. You're talking shit about Dawson. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking shit about Dawson. Da- <laughs> yeah, see, Dawson's Creek wasn't my thing. And I don't know, I guess he's, I know it was everybody's, a lot of people's thing. So he's got a huge fan base from that. But my Vanderbeek experience is really peaks for Don't Trust the Bee. I have a feeling that like his, like the Dawson fangirls probably had a problem with him in Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Because he was not, <laughs> he was not the sweet, you know. Oh no, country boy. No. You know, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, and I, I, I feel it. actually, and I feel like that the celebrity sidekick character got a reprise, and um, always be my maybe. Did, we, did you have Another, you seen that one? I have seen it. And I love yeah, it. Yeah, that was that's I. Yeah, which is another one. I love anything Ali Wong's in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and 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 yeah, and but that but that right. Nick Cage level of unhinged performance by uh, Keanu Reeves as Keanu Reeves. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so here's what's great. So Nanachka Khan. Pulls together like '80s time travel, like comedy with a slasher vibe. Yeah. For this, for totally killer, which is what we're talking about, and I'm. I just want to just jump forward just a little bit here. Okay. I'm super excited about her next project, which is a 
um, comedy murder mystery rom-com thing oh. uh, called Dial A for Aunties. Oh, okay. I love the title. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah well, it's a, it's a current, like, I guess, bestseller um, mm. out right now, but it, it just looks crazy. It looks crazy. Like about hiding bodies during a wedding and all this other shit. Yeah, it looks amazing. Cool. And I will, we will, of course, be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So totally killer. Totally killer. Which was totally awesome. Yes. 100%. I just watched it again this morning. I know. I, uh, I didn't. I, I should have. I meant to rewatch it. Um, but then I didn't. Instead, I played Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Bad podcaster. Bad. I know. <laughs> I, oh my god! Look, you got, you got one job here. Actually, no, I've got right. six jobs here, but one, one of them is just watch the damn movie. Right. So Kiernan Shipka plays the daughter of a, um, I guess, a final girl. Not really, though. Not really. Um, well, kind of, but <laughs> so. I, yeah, if you if you look at it as a uh, as two separate structures you've got the the time travel backwards and then the current day on yeah um yeah she's a final girl well kieran and ships is the final girl because the mom is the first victim right of the but but she but mom was but mom was the final girl of the past right and the first victim of the future and the first victim of the future it's all very confusing. Which I mean, but that's a that's a pretty standard um, structure for you know. Well, given that given that you're given like this person that you don't think is going to be the first victim, right? Like Drew Barrymore, which is of course referenced in this movie, mm-hmm. um, and then she goes pretty rapidly, which of course sets the whole time travel thing in motion. Yeah, and then we get to everyone's favorite time frame. The mid eighties, which it is everyone's favorite, <laughs> <laughs> and the the references are just hit <laughs> all oh the stops. These are the Mollies because they all dress like Molly Ringwald. <laughs> That's right. The my there were some like like favorite choice eightiesisms that were going on. Yeah, when she, when Kiernan Shipka, who I love from Mad Men, um, and she's quite the like horror kid at this point she's right. not a kid she's in her 20s obviously. <laughs> she's a, but, she's a full-grown um, adult with kids of her own maybe full-grown <laughs> adult woman um who's been in black coat's daughter mm-hmm. which was fantastic yeah um she's sabrina right from Chilling adventures of sabrina yes so, so at least horror ish horror adjacent um but yeah no when she comes back to the amusement park doesn't know where she is or what time frame she is and she instantly meets the Gloria Vanderbilt tracksuit wearing oh um, chain smoker mom. Yes. Who offers her a ride and she's like, but you're a stranger. She's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things that like I could imagine like Gen Z watching this movie and going, wait a minute. <laughs> is she going to get in the car with her? Yeah. <laughs> this, this, does she know what movie she's in? Because this is a... <laughs> This is a slasher. Yeah. People were some risk takers back then. Oh my god, I know we did. We just got in people's cars and the, the the she rolls up to the high school 
And this is, cars just filled with cigarette smoke. And two small children <laughs> two in the back small seat. Two small children in the back seat, just chilling. Which, which never felt more true. I really true <laughs> than anything. All the windows up. <laughs> and Kiernan Chick just just coughing her way out of there. Uh, it was so funny. Yeah, I I was that kid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, we we yeah, we, we were car. definitely those kids. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And I, what I think is the the greatest thing about Totally Killer is that we just look at this sort of the eighties from a sort of Gen Z perspective. Yes, and, and, and the eighties don't hold up. <laughs> they did not age well. <laughs> I mean, they're funny to laugh at, right? <laughs> Because, of course, when she goes back in time, her mom is a fucking asshole. Oh, my God. She's terrible. Because there wasn't anything funnier in the 80s than being mean. Yes. Yeah. And and people who did that, who were mean, you know, thought that they were being funny. Right. We absolutely. I know I did. We absolutely (laughs) thought we were being funny. I I know. Yeah. We were were like little chain smoking assholes oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 100% just the worst <laughs> yeah so to each other right so the the whole thing was set up so that she could stop the murders from happening right these series of murders that happened in the town that her mom somehow escaped and they were her friends the mollies the the that you mentioned the, yeah the, the molly ringwald loving gaggle of mean girls right which i you know they're kind of i'm guessing they're sort of a all it's with a pen really <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> yeah you know the pen the pen anyway which felt also like a nod to heathers oh yeah well it has to be right, right. you got to do that um the anyway so she know she obviously knows the whole history and there's another sideline of, of, of story where um, one of their high school people let, that they know, one of their high school friends, the, her parents' high school friends, has become a podcaster in real time. Yes. And so they know all the minutiae of every murder scene, everything. So she's fully aware of what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, where, everything. Right. And then she goes to the police station to tell them that she, Ask them if they've seen Back to the Future. <laughs> Her only reference point. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, that's... <laughs> it, would I be, it was really good. It would be so much easier if you guys just saw this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, I mean, that's the setup, really. Yeah. And, and, I, and, the, the, and the, the comedy in that is, because we get Randall Park in there. Oh yes, as the as the sheriff, and yeah, he's so good, so good, so good. I, and his sidekick, who doesn't have that many lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so we end up at the first murder. It's a big party. It is where the the nerds are not invited, which was also <laughs> something we did in the eighties. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't. I don't. I does, does Gen Z have house parties? I don't think they do. I, I think if they did, that their parents would also be there. Uh, quite possibly. 
Right, and not just stay out of stay out of my parents' room. They make out on that waterbed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So she, so our Jamie, who's the, our character, right? Yeah. She she knows that the murder is going to take place in the garage, a la um, uh, Rose McGowan in Scream. Yes, yes. And so her. Her instinct is to go there to head off the killer at the pass. And of course, because she's in the, she's already making waves in, or that's not, that's not the correct. I mean. Because we're talking about rivers here, rivers of time or whatever. (laughs) But, you know, she's made a splash in the 80s. Right. Um, The, the timeline is changing. Yeah. All the time. It's a. That's fun to keep track of, but. I mean, it's also a way for Nanachka Khan to be able to say, you know, we can do anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> once you once you start messing with the timeline, anything is possible. Yeah, anything goes. And it and it does. It... Yeah, yeah. It does bring this does bring about the I think the funniest through line in the in the show, which is that the the first victim doesn't do blowjobs. Oh, yes. Because pee comes out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so she wouldn't have been murdered if she'd just done the BJ. <laughs> and I love the line. And the next line was, um, let's not make that the lesson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But she's just, I love that she's just well known for it. Right. Yeah. The, that's that's she her hate, thing. She hated blowjobs. <laughs> and then every, someone, someone somewhere in the car or in the room will say, because pee comes out of there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and this, and this, this is the joy that you get when you, when you bring a comedy director to horror. Oh, I fucking loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I kind of put this movie on par with, like, Happy Death Day. Yes. Which had that same irreverent humor line going through it, even though there were some legitimate scares. And this one does have some scares in it. Right. And, and, and it there, there were certainly some surprises as well. Mm-hmm. Um, some absolute, oh, shit moments. Did not see that coming. Right. Uh, but it's it is... It's a comedy first, for sure. Oh yes, but it is solid horror. Also, it's um. Oh yeah, it definitely follows the the, you know the the contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the contract with its watchers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't at all feel like a cabin. switch. Yeah, the scene at the cabin is definitely full blown horror stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's the, a it's a scene that we've all seen. Many yeah. times, although <laughs> I love I love the the marijuana. <laughs> yeah, the marijuana angle really kind of that everybody's super high. She's like, Your weed is so bad. <laughs> yeah, she's like, wait a minute, why are you so high? Yeah, this is sticks. This is sticks and dirt. Eighties <laughs> weed sucks. It was eighties weed did suck. It was, just, it was just terrible ditch weed, and it was... It's true. It, it makes me think, was I ever really high? I don't... 
and so yeah, having having um, partaken of legal weed now, uh-huh. I'm not sure I was. I, I, I certainly know. thought I was at the time, but I don't. Maybe I was pretending. Maybe because I was a teenager, and that's what you did. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Absolutely. Plus, Absolutely. I spent my allowance money on this bag of dirt and sticks. So. Oh no, I never paid. Um, <laughs> you were I, actually. I was a mostly don't pay for weed person. I think I pitched right. in I was a couple right time, times. right place weed person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I never. I was never like stoned alone or anything like that. But no, but again, that maybe that's because I was never really stoned at all. And it's only right. fun with friends because then you're all in on the joke together. Right. No, you're just not telling each other. Yeah. Like no one's that's really it. stoned. You're just laughing because you're insane. Right. You've been driven you've been driven insane by your society. Yeah, and hormones. And hormones. And hormones. Oh my god. Well that that brings up another um sort of funny through line, which is the that her mom, who's the biggest asshole of them all, yes, um, is sort of turned on to her dad, who she's not supposed to meet until after college. They're not supposed to get together until after college. They're not supposed to get together until because after they're college. too horny. <laughs> That's right. They're too horny, and they would that would never last because they were too horny. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! And then, but it's her. It's her fault. It is. It's entirely her fault that that her and her Karen and Shipka's fault. Yes, yep. that that her parents get together when they get together, which is much sooner than they should have, apparently. Right. Oh, that's right. Because at the very end, they when they do the this is this is what happens after the movie, yeah the little catch up shows little montages. The brother is like he's clearly like four or five years older than her. Yes. So her mom becomes like a teen mom. Yes, because they were too horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and which of course Karen Shipka screams yeah multiple times through them, you're too horny stop it stop it stop it yeah just like claps in her face yeah so so yeah so the the killer proceeds to go through some murders the murders happen in different sequence this time yeah they happen in different sequence they happen in different places but they're all kind of sort of on track ish um there's also a surprise murder one that hadn't happened in the past but now does that's happen right. in the past that's right and surprise murder. <laughs> i mean i assume somebody's surprised by every murder, murder. Really. okay bonus I like murder to think of them as bonuses <laughs> um uh, the killer definitely thought of that one as a bonus oh yes the I think the other piece that we probably should mention is that her best friend is a um, scientist. Yes. Like, that's her. Like, she's always been looking at, like, time travel and things like that. Right. And then so has her mom. And that's where she got the idea to build this time machine that actually take. And it's a it's a photo booth. Cause it of is. Of course it is. Of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so then we have... We have a sidekick character that is primarily there to try to get her back to the future, right? And and I love it. She just she just rolls with it. She's like, "Oh, you're from the future. Cool. Okay, let's get you back and get this." She's like, "I knew this could happen. I I knew it." Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, but apparently she had she had, was missing one component to her time machine that would make it work. Well, which, and, which was and a it knife. Was the knife. <laughs> yeah, because that's every every complicated piece of circuitry has to have a giant metal blade just right through the middle of it in order to make all of the right connections. <laughs> that's it. That's how it works. It's like a it's like a lightning rod for time travel, and then that's oh god, and then they, they she sends her back in the gravitron. Which that do oh, they yes. still is that still a thing the gravitron that yeah. was the dumbest dumbest idea for a ride I think I've ever seen at a fair but it every was, parking lot fair had one. It was a great like finale sequence though. Yes, when it gets to full se- oh. full um, spin and you can walk sideways. Yeah, so the killer's walking sideways on the the edge of the. So yeah, great. It is except except, except it comes. To, we have to discuss the one thing that makes this movie not scary, and it's the dumb-ass mask they chose. Oh, the mask is terrible. The, the, <laughs> the mask is actually why, almost why I didn't watch the movie in the first place. <laughs> it looks like Max Headroom. It does. Um, but, but more smoothed out, like it would have never been made in the 80s. No, it's much too slick it, for the 80s. Wait, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It uh, it had been like a rumpled piece of I don't know, extra heavy condom material in the eighties. Yeah, or he would have just put a pillowcase on. Right. <laughs> right, and they would have had like stains on it. Yeah, would have been stains all over the pillowcase because he wouldn't have gotten a clean one. No, of course not. And and oh my God. <laughs> um, and 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 that definitely that, that was not a guy with clean pillowcases for sure. No, not that one. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that the the killer changes over the course of the yes, the yes, because the timeline changes, which which switched it all up. Mm-hmm. Although the clue is given early on, who the killer is. Of course, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I don't mean future killer. I meant the one from the past. No, yeah, no, yeah. it it is it is. Uh, I but that's that's also pretty standard fare. You foreshadow who this is, and right. As as the audience, you either you're either someone who's going to pick it out and then try to catch all of the clues between there and the reveal, or you're like me and you actively ignore that early foreshadowing in order to truly enjoy the experience. Yeah, well, you always have to ignore it. Yeah, I yeah, I'm an ignorer for sure. Yeah. Well, because you've got, I mean, you've you had to be from Friday the Thirteenth on. You know, you've got the, you've got the the crazy town local who jumps out to to warn you about every little thing that is going to happen. Right. Right, which has to be ignored. Uh huh. Or you have no movie because otherwise they would all get in their cars and leave. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it is part of the part of the contract with the viewer is that the viewer is going to ignore some things, but they have to happen anyway. Oh, sorry, I picked up the pen again. It's my shtick. <laughs> it's your shtick. <laughs> I'm the pen clicker. All right, that's getting cut for a... <laughs> Go ahead. That's my shtick. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I, I loved it. Absolutely. Loved it. it was comedically can... genius. Yeah. It was solid horror. Um, yeah. And I... Uh, 
I am super, super excited to see more from Nanachka Khan. Absolutely. And I, I can't imagine the, the voice in this, the, the dialogue is great. Mm -hmm. The, the voice that she gets those girls to, um, to utilize is spot on. Yes. Yeah. They are, they are eighties popular monsters. Yes. (laughs) With that. And it's, it's, it is a very specific speech style. Yep. It's not quite Valley Girl, not quite uh, Wasp, kind of a cross between the two. Um, but it, I guess that's. But I don't think it happens. It, it's a it's a very eighties accent. Right. I <laughs> yeah because I don't see you know what like the of the. Of the girls that age now that I know, I don't hear them talk like that. No. It's like not something that's in their vernacular. No, they're... Okay, so Gen Z is definitely nicer than Gen X was as as teens. Um. No, the millennials, the millennials see a lot of comparisons between Gen Z and Gen X. Uh, yes, and, and, uh, and, and there, there are some... Uh, for sure. But uh, on the, I don't think Gen Z is as mean to each other as we were. Oh, we were, yeah, we were, we were, we were, we were absolute badasses <laughs> at being slash we were, just monsters, just absolute just, monsters. <laughs> we were bad assholes. Yes. We were, we were oh, terrible. God. I mean, yeah, we were shove our friends out of a moving vehicle bad and, and then laugh and, and I've tried to think back, you know, I'm, I'm like, were there, were there kids in high school that were just nice? I, that just never registered for me. No, I don't, I don't, I didn't know anybody <laughs> no, who was just nice at, yeah. I mean, and I'm a, I like to think I'm a semi nice person at least, Right. Uh, but uh, I'm, Definitely also an asshole. So I was I was an asshole with altruistic moments. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but that my altruistic moments also um, were fueled by assholery. All right. Well, we, maybe we'll get some maybe we'll get some some comments that that will help us remember our our earlier lives more accurately. <laughs> <laughs> That was forever ago. <laughs> so we're so old. I know. Oh man. I know. Yeah. And and, and podcast slash internet years were were practically ghosts. Right. So so definitely she's got that. She's got that the female voice down. Yes. But I mean I and the and I have to say that the the male characters were definitely more papery, more thinly. They they were more one note. Uh, mm-hmm. This one's the jock. That one's the hot guy. Right. Which is pretty familiar for us. Right. Movie. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I. It was great. It's great. There really were. Well, okay. No, then there was the nerd guy and the other nerd guy, which is a different type of nerd guy because he was the gamer nerd guy. 
Right. Who also looked like a a potential like high school shooter. Oh, absolutely. And and because yeah, that was the closest thing to a nice kid I think we had in the eighties was the the quiet guy who kept to himself and drove a murder van full of video games. <laughs> right. That's the nice guy. That's that's the nice guy. Those are the ones you want to protect. Right. <laughs> Because if, if you knew people, then the, you were terrible. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not the girls who dressed as all the different characters Molly Ringwald played. Correct. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's totally killer. Do we have anything else we want to discuss about that? Um, I don't know. Do we? Do we? Right, is anything else about Nanashka Khan? Let's see. I, she's a queer woman of color. Yes, Persian. Mm-hmm. Although she was born in Vegas. I yes, think, she is. She oddly. is. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, people, I guess. Glittery. People are born in Vegas. Certainly people are conceived in Vegas. <laughs> people are conceived. You know, we're not supposed to talk about That's that. right. <laughs> because what happens in Vegas sometimes has lifetime consequences. <laughs> All right, right, right. Okay. So what, what, so what kind of comparisons would you draw with like this? Well... Time travel horror movies. Mm, mm-hmm. um, definitely would be Happy Death Day would be one of them. Yes. And that's sort of the what about Bob one where, but the ha- Happy Death Day 2 is definitely more of the a weird science type um, time travel element. Do you, do you remember? Have, did you see Happy Death Day 2? I two? did see Happy Death Day 2. Um I don't have as clear a memory of it as the first one because I know I didn't like it as well. It's not, I, I don't feel like it's horror. It, it, it really felt like weird science. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's that element, but it was, I mean, time travel is tricky because the device in it sometimes works and sometimes doesn't work. I mean, this device was the device for, um, for totally killer is a little flimsy. Obviously, it's not totally believable, but you have to you have to give it some leeway. But the it did it's non believability. It's it is uh, part of its stick, though. Part of its charm. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? It's you know, fair equipment or amusement park equipment. <laughs> right. Which was a weird thing. That also, is the when she goes to that amusement park and it's clearly closed right in the future, but yet they're holding the science fair there because it was cheap. <laughs> I, I think it was, it was actually, really I think it was cheap. donated space actually because and that of, place looked run down. Like it was a death trap. Oh, absolutely. It was yeah. <laughs> class action park style. <laughs> class action park. Oh my God. Class action park. <laughs> If any listener out there has not seen Class Action Park and you want to see sort of a real a real life 80s horror movie. Yes, that is. And Class Action Park is absolutely a documentary of all of our summer experiences in the 80s. Always. Just, it was rivers of alcohol and needles. I don't... Yeah. And what can I say? There were a few deaths. There were some deaths. Um... <laughs> and like I, I pointed out a while ago to uh, my my mom and my brother, who were like, "Well, we lived through all that and we're fine." I'm like, "Yeah, but not everybody lived through those things, Mom." <laughs> we did, but you know, 
we were kind of lucky in a lot of instances. I guess so. <laughs> it is only through just random chance and blind luck that my brother and I survived a lot of things. Yeah, I. you know what? I don't know how many times upon recounting shit that we used to do in high school, I say, I don't know how we survived that. Yeah. I don't know how we survived this, that, you know, lots of different things. No, the, the amount of time we spent unsupervised with unsafe vehicles and easy access to alcohol was that those those alone how 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 did we not all just die or be pregnant right i think one of the things that um i know shocks my goddaughters at least is that um like we were like 16 years old and we were we went to bars and they served us absolutely (laughs) absolutely no one asked no one asked for an id no nope no one ever asked I guess girls. They figured, huh? No one ever asked girls for ID, and you probably didn't ask for ID because you're tall. Yeah. So yeah. So I always looked like older or full grown or whatever. Right. So they they figured well if he's if he's in here he must he must want to drink and has some money. Right. <laughs> this guy looks like he's had a hard day at the factory. <laughs> I guess we'll sell him a three dollar Jack and Coke. Right. Oh my God! Not even that much. It's, it was so cheap. It was, they were probably like a dollar fifty. I know. I remember being just—I <laughs> could spend an entire night out on, and never uh, have anybody else buy drinks for like thirty dollars, <laughs> and it, that's including tips and <laughs> and the gas to get and the there. gas to get there, which was basically yep. free. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, the eighties! Ah, uh, the eighties. Good times. Yeah, the times. you know we we got into bars, um, dance clubs, all the things. Yep. All of them. Uh, we drove vehicles that Gen Z would probably refuse to get in most of the time now because they were just absolute rattle traps. Yeah, death traps. Um, yeah. We called my dad's truck Rolling Death <laughs> because there was, you know, the the clutch would go out. Yeah. Um, we would just be, we would literally be rolling without any brakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had, I had more than one overpowered sports car and um, in high school that we would drive up to go snow skiing all the time. <laughs> Who? Who gave a child a, a Chevy 350 V8 and put it in a tiny vehicle and said, just go have fun on the snow? Nobody would do that now. Chains. <laughs> Don't you dare put chains on my tires. No chains on the... I have never put chains on in my life, and I will die that way. Uh, <laughs> are, I'm never going to handle chains. And yes, I live in the mountains. There's snow on the ground today. <laughs> Oh, it's, did it snow there today? It snowed there today, and it's still snow on the ground. Oh, God, no. And, no, uh, no, I will never put chains on, because I learned to drive in a Mercury Capri with no chains or studded tires. Oh, my God. I had this army green um, Skylark. <laughs> <laughs> it was so ugly. 
It was so ugly. So big. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. This was like an 80s version. Oh, oh, the when they trimmed down. <laughs> yes, it was so ugly. <laughs> now, now I have to look up a picture of it just to remind myself how ugly it is. <laughs> the, the Skylark. The Skylark. But then it was replaced by the... Um, the Nissan 200SX that talked to you? Oh, my friend's mom had one of those, and um, I was always so jealous. The door is a jar. Door is a jar. Door is a jar. Oh, my God. Yep, Buick Skylark, 1985. Fucking ugly. That is a, just a, <laughs> an absolute brick of a vehicle. It's an atrocious, atrocious. And army green was the color. Oh, God. Yeah, I had an army green Mustang for a while. Oh, man. But that was well past the 80s. That was, uh, what was that? Late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Well, so much for the our horrors, our personal horrors. <sighs> of, so, of which there were many. And and I do love, yes. I, that I, I do love an 80s callback movie that actually gets the horror of the 80s right. And that it was all very glitzy and glamorous. And truly horrifying. Yeah. And also really, really cheap looking. And yes. <laughs> full of Aquanet. Yeah. The, the hair, the Virginia Slims. <laughs> Headbands. Um, and uh, I, so I, the next. One, well, one of the things that I. I Go ahead. Kiernan Shipka's. Um, the, the way her character calls out all of these individual pieces of 80s culture. Amazing. Love. Love, love, love. And from the... Your shirt is truly problematic. Right. <laughs> what is it? He's a uh, booby inspector. It's, it's FBI, female body inspector. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and uh, and it's like, I love your shirt. I know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's no wonder we've had such a hard time deconstructing misogyny. I I also love the um, the PE teacher. Oh yeah, <laughs> who's just like, you know, if you if you had caught the ball, you wouldn't have a bloody nose, and I wouldn't have to touch gross kid blood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like just like I don't give a shit about any of you kids. No, here <laughs> I'm just here to earn a paycheck and fuck you all. Right, <laughs> and that is exactly how it felt half the time. Yeah, with half the teachers. Absolutely. Yeah, and and. Uh... Yeah, dodge. Do they, is dodgeball still a thing? Do they outlaw dodgeball? I feel like they should have outlawed I dodgeball. I doubt there's dodgeball in high school now. Yeah, I doubt it. I, it that was pretty bloody. It was. Yeah, no, bloody noses were not uncommon. <laughs> um, I Actually, I think it might have been dodgeballs when I broke my arm in the fifth or sixth grade. Oh, yeah. It was either dodgeball or yeah. basketball. It was some sort of ball court madness. <laughs> Oh, wow. <sighs> okay, so yes. Top 10 lists. Top 10, top 10 coming up. I still need to see Thanksgiving. That's the only one left produced this year that I haven't seen that I think could possibly make a top 10. All right. So here's the, I guess here's the question about doing a top 10 list for this podcast. Yes. Are we going to be specific to female directors? Or are we going to do our top 10 list period of like what we think the best horror movies of the year are, which will have some female directors. 
Um, see, and then that's, that's, when I started to, because you know I'm terrible with top tens, naming favorites of anything. I have to have very specific rules or I can't quantify it. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, so I, I, my initial list here, I've started out with a top ten everything uh, that was produced this year. Okay. Um, I do, I did come up with two special mentions that were produced last year that I didn't see until this year. Okay. Uh, one of which was a female director. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think it, I think it should just, we should stick it to, if we're going to do 10, then stick it to top 10 produced this year, uh, with highlight female directors. Okay. Uh, we can do that. Cause I mean, yeah, I, I, I also because I really want to talk about <laughs> one of mine. Because it's 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 it, it's on the list, and I hate that it's on the list, and I I need I need to vent about that. Okay, okay, that sounds good. Okay, all right. So until next time, our our <laughs> yearly top ten list, I guess. Yeah, the very first ever top ten for a podcast for our podcast, not for a podcast, <laughs> for any podcast, any podcast it's ever. A, Welcome to BuzzFeed, nineteen eighty three. <laughs> Alrighty then. Until uh, next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Kelly. Thanks for listening while we figure our shit out. Hope to see you next time. <laughs>